Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. The Ranger Report, yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. Minor League Edition. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report uh, podcast. We are thrilled today to be joined by Round Rock catcher Matt Watley. Matt, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing really, really good. I have a co-host that will join us here in a minute, but we'll start with just you and me. So let's start with uh the 2022 review season you were part of that frisco uh championship team not till the end but you played with them for a really long time what was that experience like last year it was great we had a great group of guys um early to start and obviously uh to end it um obviously i wasn't there for when they won but i was make sure to like follow along and i was on the face times when they were like celebrating all that kind of stuff so it was great for the guys and great for the org as well yeah, it was. And that was, I mean, that was a stacked team as far as, you know, catching goes, you're a catcher, that's your, your trade. What was it like? That rotation was so stacked last year. What was it like catching those guys for you last year? Oh, when you have those guys, it makes things a little easier. You know, you just game plan, uh, 
fortunate for me, like they were, we were able to like stick to game plans. Like they trusted me and it was just like a lot of like nodding the heads and they were a convict in what they're doing. And obviously uh, you don't have the arms. You're not going to, you know, like I get very far. And sure enough, we did both in the starting rotation and the bullpen. And that's, I think what helped them win. Yeah. You guys are stacked. So I know this is like p- picking a favorite child, but who was your favorite pitcher to catch last year for Frisco? Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> I think uh, obviously Reagan's. Yeah. Uh, he was my roommate there in double A. Uh, at the start of the year, um, he's such a great guy, a uh, great pitcher. Um, so I think we, when we got along, had a great chemistry. So he, he was always fun to catch. I feel like we were always on the same page. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, we, he, uh, he, he's got two wins at the major league level now with what five pitches in each, each, each win. That's pretty incredible. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's and now for him, you know, talk about him for a second coming out of the bullpen, which he's not used to doing. I think he's done fantastic so far this year for Texas. Yeah, he's been great uh, getting to watch him during spring training. I know he worked really hard uh, this offseason to kind of bump his velo, worked on a few pitches, uh, and, you know, hard work's really paid off. It's been fun to watch him. Uh, I think he's going to keep excelling in whatever uh, position that they like uh, put him in. Yeah, I agree with you there. Okay, so spring training, let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, how was your spring in 2023? Uh, spring was great. I caught more games, uh, uh, more big league games than I have in years past. Um, the bats were okay. Working on some things, uh, think by the end of it. And now I feel a lot better, you know, going into the box. So but all in all, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great time. It was good to meet the new staff with Boach and Maddox and all those guys. Um, I'm excited to see where we're going to be at, you know, at the end of the year. So whose brains did you pick at spring training while you had a chance to pick on, you know, coaches and players and major leaguers and all that? Who, who did you kind of pick on? Did you pick someone in particular that you really wanted to talk to? Right. Uh, so actually, like, fortunately for me, my locker was in between Heaney, um, Heaney, Avaldi, and then it was me, and then it was Martin Perez and Jacob deGrom. So I was like sandwiched in between some uh, some guys that know what they're doing. So I was able to just try and pick as many brains, be a sponge. Um, and I think that stuff has really helped. Yeah, and they've, they've had quite a start at that major league rotation. So I know Heaney had a exactly. bad first game, but man, he broke a record held by Nolan Ryan in his last start, which is really difficult to do. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great guy. He's a fellow Oki. Yep. Um, so we got along that way, had some, uh, you know, some common ground there. Uh, but yeah, uh, he was great for me and all, and he answered all the questions that I had and it was, it was awesome. That's great. Okay, so you're... You're 2023. You're with Round Rock. Uh, you, you look up and down the Rangers minor league system. You guys are stacked. Like at every level, you've got tons of talent. You know. So, do you set personal goals or team goals, and what kind of goals and expectations do you have for yourself in 2023? Uh, personal goals, I think, just stay healthy, um, be prepared, and just kind of contribute wherever I can. Um, I think as an organizational goal, we're going to keep trying to win ball games, uh, and then I think at some point we're going to help. We're, we're going to help the big league team win, whether that is going up there and contributing trades, whatever, we're going to be prepared. And I think that's why our org is so good. It's because we have so many guys that can do so many different things. We have arms, we have position players, we have bats. So uh, it's exciting times here in the Texas organization. Yeah. You know, you, you already talk about injuries, you know, we already had uh, Garver go down with a, with an injury for Texas for just a 10 day quick thing. They sent Sandy Leon up, but that kind of thing in the back of your mind, you know, injuries happen. So I'm sure you'd like to make it to the bigs this year, some at some point, but is that a goal or is that just something you want to happen? Obviously it's a goal. Uh, I want it, I want it to happen. Um, but the only thing that I can control is showing up every day, 
uh, preparing and just keep my nose to the grindstone. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, just keep, uh, just keep perfecting my craft. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've, I mean, you've, you've been, you know, a pretty, pretty, pretty high prospect in the Rangers for catching for, for years now, for a couple of years, you know, we've been keeping up with you here. So it's just great to watch. I'd, I'd love to see you get there. You know, when, when he went down, you were the first name that popped in my head, hoping, cause I know Sam Huff, they want him to get every day at bats and they want you to as well, probably, which is why Sandy got sent up, but still, you know, it's kind of fun knowing that at any point you can get that call. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's exciting. It's also you don't want to like look too far into anything that they're doing. There's a reason for everything. So you just, like I said, just keep trying to work hard every day, control what you can control, and just kind of go from there. Yeah, and I like to welcome in. This is CJ Berryman, my co-host. CJ, there's his hand there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm got a primary, my primary job going on right now at the same time. So all good. <laughs> Sorry for being a little late. Go ahead, Ben. Keep going. Keep rolling. Oh, if you're ready, you can do question five. I'm not. You got, okay, that's cool. So you <laughs> you grew up in Claremore, Oklahoma. Uh, did you play any other positions, or did you always want to be a catcher? Uh, grew up in Claremore. Um, you know, from the time I was ten, I played shortstop before that, and then one day our catcher went down. They put me back behind the plate. I was able to really catch and throw, and like I blocked the ball. I enjoyed putting the gear on, and it just kind of stuck. So yeah, that's the only place I've been since I was about ten years old. Do you have a wicked fastball like Jordan Procession? I have no idea. I haven't been on the mound in, golly, I'm 27. So I haven't been on the mound in like 17 years. So I no well, you know, you remember him? He threw what? Like his fastball was 50 something miles an hour when he pitched the last year. Oh, yeah. Year. No, he was great. We, we would get to two strikes. Somebody throw a knuckleball in there. He was, he was fun. We had him on and I talked about that. And he laughed and laughed about, you know, well, you know, it, it worked, but he, he wasn't very good at it. But yeah. <laughs> Did you play any other sports uh, in high school besides baseball? Yeah, yeah I uh, played football till after my junior year, and then I wrestled up until I was a freshman or sophomore. So okay, cool. All right, CJ, go ahead. So yeah, you were drafted by the Rangers in the third round in 2017. Uh, was there any other teams that uh, had contact with you that you you thought maybe would take you? I mean, I'm assuming uh, third round, third round, quite a few teams had been had been right. reaching out. Yeah, it was um it's a long time ago. I think <laughs> the Brewers and the Mariners were in there, but I have honestly couldn't be totally like truthful and yeah. you know like in saying who. So I think those were the two. Other than that, I'm not really sure. Growing up in Oklahoma, were you a Rangers fan, an Astros fan, a Royals fan, a Braves fan? Who did you grow up rooting for? Uh growing up rooting for uh actually I was a I was a Cardinals fan with oh, okay, okay. Yadier Molina and Matt Holiday, all those guys. So yeah, I grew up um a Cardinals fan. I do remember growing up though, my grandma used to live at the old or next to the old Driller Stadium in Texas. So I remember watching a few of those games when I was really young at the old stadium, you know, which was uh the Texas double a uh, group at that point, yeah. Yeah, and the Rangers AAA used to be in Oklahoma City. So yep, yeah, uh, the Oklahoma City Redhawks. Yep. Red Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that because I have an old MLB the show game where uh, it was still the Oklahoma City Red Hawks in, yeah. in the minor yeah. league system. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, you look you're from Oklahoma. I'm from Amarillo, Texas, so it's not okay. far. So uh did you have it's well, it's first off, it's weird how many Cardinals fans are from around here. Like here yeah. in the panhandle, if you're not a Rangers fan. You're a Cardinals fan. There's not many Yankees fans, Red Sox fans that I know of. Mm -hmm. Most of them are, are Cardinals fans. It's kind of crazy. Is it the same way uh, where you grew up? A lot of Cardinals yeah. fans? Or? 
you know, I'm not totally sure. I, I think it's a decent mix. The only thing I know is there's a lot of people in Oklahoma that are Cowboys fans. That's the only thing. I, that's the only <laughs> thing I really remember. But yeah. yeah. There's a yeah, lot of people it's... everywhere now that are Chiefs fans. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, well, I grew up a Chiefs fan too, so yeah. yeah so I, yeah. I just kind of, I don't know, stayed north. I never, I never really, I never really went south with, uh, you know, with my teams. I'm yeah. not sure why. Yeah. Who's your favorite Chief? Uh, you know, my favorite Chief back in the day, I loved him because my dad loved him. Was Dante Hall? I thought he was so sweet. Uh, he kicks and all that kind of stuff. He X was, man. Yep. Yep. X factor. I have the problem. So, that I grew. Oh, go ahead, ZJ. Go, you know, ben, go. I grew up a Broncos fan, so I didn't want to like the Chiefs. But you know, Patrick Mahomes is from close to where I'm from, so you can't hate on that dude. That dude's yeah, a nice, no, that dude's a nice I mean, dude, man. Yeah, exactly. He's so good. You can't like you can't like hate on him like too much. So yeah, and he went to Texas Tech, which is just a couple hours from me. So yeah, right. it's easy. Yeah, again, it's easy. And his dad pitched for the Rangers for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So did you uh, have any favorite players going up growing up? I know you mentioned uh, Yachty. Yeah, uh, it was Yachty and Pudge. You know, like I idolize those two guys. I think those guys are. You can't go wrong with those two. Right, yeah. I mean, staples <laughs> in the catching area of baseball. So I really looked up to those guys and I love watching them play. You know, as much as as much as I love Pudge as a as a longtime Rangers fan and covering the team, I got to say, Yachty's, Yachty's got to be one of the greatest of all time. He's got to be. The way Absolutely. He, yeah. yeah. The way he commands the staff and everybody has respect for him. I mean, uh, like no doubt in my mind that he's probably one of the best. I mean, he throws out guys at second sometimes, and you know, it's not. I mean, it, sometimes you say, first yeah, sometimes you say down. it's not close, and then sometimes you watch Yachty throw, and you're like, dude, that guy had no chance in the mm-hmm. world. Oh yeah, yeah the, the only guy close to to him right now. I mean, it's since then it's, that I've seen is Real Muto because yeah. that dude's that dude's he gets yeah, the ball another out so guy. Fast. Yeah. yeah, 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 another Oklahoma guy. So yeah, no, I like. I think the more I've played, the more I enjoy watching JT uh, do what he does. Um, obviously, a little biased because he's from Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully one day soon I'll get to go down there and work out with him in Oklahoma in Oklahoma City. Uh, that'd be great. Well, you know, a lot of people just for people that don't know, catching is is more footwork than anything. Is that correct? Some bit of both. You know, you got to work. Yeah. It's, it's it's a combination of things. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no more big slow catchers anymore you know like like majority of us are pretty athletic and all that kind of stuff so yeah like we're yeah. throwing down to second though it's all about setting yourself right and getting getting behind it because you watch i mean it's just amazing to me to watch you guys shift that fast to make that throw and then throw it on the dot i'll tell you what i played catcher for one game <laughs> and uh, i threw my arm out but i got the guy it was like a perfect throw down to second but i didn't set my feet or anything it was just like a winging it down there and as soon as i did it man my shoulder was like yeah that was a big time mistake right there cuz i didn't hey, well you went out on top you're one for one so i did i was one for one <laughs> only guy to try to steal on me i got so that was that was you great are, you are 1000 on the cut for, some, for some reason i didn't get drafted off that one throw but you know <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i played a little catcher too and i always mirrored pudge cuz he'd always when the runner would go he'd turn and set his feet cuz he was he was fast enough quick enough with his legs mm-hmm. that if the ball was in the dirt or even if it was in the dirt he could still pick it with just one hand yeah stay yeah. set and 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 just wing it down there so yeah pudge was amazing and yeah watching him awesome. just kind of give warning shots you know just from the from his seat catch the ball and just flick it over there like i you know i see <laughs> yeah. you i oh, see yeah. you but uh so now this gets the serious question this is my favorite question it's <laughs> it's it's you're on the hot seat. We'll just put it that way. Okay. All right. So you ready? Let's do it. What is your go-to at Whataburger? Go to Whataburger. Oh, it's either patty melt, 
meal or a double bacon or double double cheeseburger with bacon. Oh yeah, there you go. That's that's yeah. what, those are my two go tos. Mainly the patty melt, but sometimes I'm just like, yeah, just throw yeah. all the beef on there. Right. Or if it's late enough, uh, the honey butter chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that sure. one all the time. We oh, get yeah. that one all yeah. the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's that our one. most common answer right there is yeah. the honey butter chicken biscuit sandwich. Well, my sure. favorite my favorite two answers we ever had to that question was Rangers broadcaster Eric Nadell told us that they'll grill the jalapenos for you if you ask them. But he said he learned that trick from Nolan Ryan, and I'm like, yeah. Maybe they just do that for Nolan Ryan. I'm not yeah, sure they'll do that. Yeah, probably <laughs> <an old> thing, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, former Rangers beat writer Levi Weaver told us that, uh, you know, the the Buffalo Ranch chicken strip sandwich. Oh, that thing is good, too. He said yeah, it's yeah. it's for a limited time. But if you go in there and order the, hun- the uh, honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich and ask him to substitute Buffalo Ranch, you can get it all year round. And that was a good yeah. tip. I mean, that thing always hits. I mean, I think- yeah, whenever they whenever that thing comes up, uh, I think it's like for three months a year, four months yeah, a year, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot. It's yeah. it's for, it's pretty tasty because they don't mess around with putting the ranch on there either. No, they, no, don't. they don't. They don't just smidge it on there. They they no, love it. They put it on there. Yeah. The buffalo sauce. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, Matt, we appreciate you spending some time with us today. Yeah, no problem. Th- thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great. And best of luck for you this season. Hopefully, you guys uh, you guys can win a championship there in Round Rock this year. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, thank you guys for having me. So you guys are awesome. All right. Thanks, yes, Matt. Sir. Have a great day, man. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks. Right. Appreciate it. Welcome back, everybody. We were uh, grateful to Matt Watley for joining us today. And while we're here, we figured we'd hit the minors a little bit. CJ, let's start with the six and three Round Rock Express. Yes, sir. Looking good tonight. They're going to have Cole Wynn, who struggled in his his first outing, but luckily Cody Bradford was able to pick him up the next night. And uh, Bradford's. We haven't talked a whole whole lot about Bradford. We, I mean, we've we've mentioned him quite a bit, but haven't gotten too in depth with him. But yeah, he's one of the Rangers' top. Top 100 prospects uh, in in uh, the MLB pipeline, and he's a guy that's it's um, I guess you could say finesse or not really finesse, but he's crafty. He doesn't throw you know 95, 96, but he's uh, obviously he 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 spots the ball well, and he he's I think I think his average fastball is about 90, 91. Yeah, but. He's he's moved up the ranks. He's pitched well everywhere he's where he's played, and I'm hoping Cole Win tonight can can bounce back from yeah. uh, his first outing. I wanted to mention him a little bit, just like Andrew Heaney. He did not have the best first start, but mm-hmm. again, you and I both talked about this off air. We're not worried about him. I think he's going to be all right. I think he'll be just fine. I think it's just, I mean, that first start of the year, guys are still rusty. Batters are ahead of pitchers when you come to the beginning of the season, and I all think right. Cole Win is either going to be fine or this is a break year for him that he's going to fall out of that top prospect list or he'll be fine. But I personally just watching him pitch, I think he'll be fine. I think so too. And and it really is. I'm glad you mentioned that it's a make or break year for him because last year was, let's just face it. It wasn't good up yeah. to that point. He was dominant everywhere yep. he was. I mean, remember so, in Frisco two years ago, he was amazing. Yeah, he was, he was crazy. And when you had him and Jake Latz going back to back yeah. in the same rotation in Frisco and it's just like, good luck. You know, they had ERAs around two, uh, going six, seven innings every time out, it seemed. And yeah, I mean, Cole wins definitely. And hello, Beltre. Uh, <laughs> Ranger report dog. Reporting for duty. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, 
I think it'll be fine. Yeah, he yeah. not only was it his first start, it was the first start of the year yep. for, for Round Rock, period. Yeah. So, and he's got plenty of rest under his belt yeah. as well. Uh, you know, with the six on, six off. Yep. Uh, he, he, had, he started opening day. So now we're going into game 10 and he's yep. getting his second start. So he, I think he'll be, I think he'll be just fine. And speaking of guys, let's move on to Frisco, who didn't have a good first start. Jack Leiter with an 831 ERA in his first start. He goes, he's going tonight, he's going tonight as well. Again, we're recording this during the day on Wednesday, so he's going tonight. But Jack Leiter, another guy that I wouldn't say it's a make or break year for him, but I'm not no. worried about him. He's got the stuff. He just needs to not walk as many batters, and he'll be in good shape because he's still getting his strikeouts. He's just having some uh, – he's nipping at corners a little too much and not getting the calls. Yeah, and he's he's a guy that doesn't have to do that. And he throws yeah. hard enough, and he's got enough movement to where he can get away throwing. I mean, let's not let's hope it's not the a consistent case, but throwing too good of strikes, you know, too yeah. catching yeah. too much play. But he's yeah. he's got a guy with the movement on his pitches that he can get away with some of that. But you certainly don't want to see him losing command and, and no. trying to nitpick and when he he really doesn't doesn't have to. But he's still learning. I mean, heck, it's just his second year. Second yeah. full year. Yeah, and, and again, he started at Frisco again for a reason. They're, they they want to make sure that he's ready before he moves up. And I think I think by the end of April, midway through May, we're going to be talking about what a great year he's having. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly believe so. And uh, another guy that we're about to talk about who was just drafted this year, is, I see him being up at Frisco by the end of the year for sure. But uh, let's talk about oh, uh, uh, Carlos Cardoza getting tossed last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, so it was uh yeah. trying to remember who it was. Was it was it Harris? I believe uh, so, yeah. It was hitting and got called on a called out on a pitch clock violation mm. and he was ticked off and apparently the pitcher hadn't even towed the rubber yet and I guess the umpire started counting. Yeah. And and caught him in a uh yeah, it was Dustin Harris. Got him yep. in a uh, pitch clock violation called him out and Carlos Cardoza went out to defend him and, and he did just that. Well, and when, got when I got to meet tossed. Cardoza at media day, that dude, he looks like a player. I mean, he's, he's still yeah, in he great shape. He's a young looking guy, but man, he, he still got the attitude of, you know, he is a player's manager. He defends those guys. And I mean, he did the right thing. It was, it was a bad call by the umpire. He did the right thing, call. but you know, you love to see a manager with that kind of passion. And I think that's going to bode well, even though Frisco started one and three, I'm not worried about them one bit. No, again, it's early for everybody. And no matter how good you're doing, I mean, look at the raise. Now yeah. it seems like every year you look at the raise and, you just you know they're going to be good. But they're, uh, they're me, not going to finish one sixty two and zero. No, no. <laughs> but but she, and you expect them to hit a swoon too. They're yeah they're not they're not going to go out there and win one hundred and twenty games. If they do, holy cow, just yeah have a trophy. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I yeah, mean it's, Houston it's just, Houston has so a losing early. Houston has a losing record, and I still think they're going to win the AOS. I think they're yeah I think they're going to win the division. So it's yeah. just it's too early to tell. But I mean there's there's plenty of good and bad to look at all up and down the Rangers organization, no matter how you slice it, but you can come up with, uh, yeah, he did well. He's done well this far, but, or he hadn't done very well this year just so far, but you know, yeah. but so let's, uh, let's move on to Hickory. And I know we, you and I have both been waiting. Yeah. For, for what happened last night, uh, the, they're two and oh, and someone made a start last night that everyone in the world has been waiting for. And that is one Kumar rocker. Yeah. And he, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The only way he could have started any better 
<laughs> was to not allow any hits. He allowed two in five innings and struck out eight. Yeah. That's his line. Yeah. No run scored. That's his line. That's a pretty he good line. Awesome, awesome, awesome start. And uh, Hickory is stacked. I mean, if, if people yeah. don't know, the, the, the high A team this year, it seems to be the high A team every year. It's just stacked with like the the stud pitching and hitting prospects. The the stat from last night, not just Rocker's overall his line, five, two, eight. Yeah. yeah. Five innings, two, two hits, and eight strikeouts. Yeah. But he threw fifty-three pitches. Yeah. Forty two strikes. Strikes. Yep. He threw eleven balls in fifty three pitches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like Greg. That's cow. Greg Madden. That's Greg Maddox that stuff right there, that man. Is. It really is. I mean, yeah, it's high A and it's his first start. And yeah. You can well, say we're over, we're over, over touting him, but I mean, this is kind of the guy everybody saw two years ago whenever yeah. heading up to the draft. Kumar yeah. Rocker and Jack Leiter were considered 1A and 1B. Well, in my opinion, it, you put Kumar Rocker in single air and high A, and this is what you want to see him do in high mm-hmm. A is just you look unhittable, dominate and look like he doesn't belong there. He looks like, you know, that's what you want to see Kumar Rocker do in his time at Hickory. Yeah. And that's what I hope that they would have done with last year with, with liar. They didn't. And that's, that's the fine. Well, and but, I think that's why rockers down there is because yeah, I think that was again, an example of what they should have done. You know, yeah. I think they learned from that. And I think lighter, like I said, I think lighter will be fine, but I think rocker might actually be ahead of him because of where he's starting by the time this season's over. Yeah, possibly. I mean, you might be right. Although lighter's got a year on him, but, yeah, I, I, I think he was he was pitching above his level last year, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> again, that's not a slight. Well, and he wasn't even awful. He struck a lot of guys out last oh, year. Yeah. It's just that, like we talked about, that control. But Rocker, Rocker looked fantastic. He really did. So if you didn't get to see it, I'm sure there's video out there you can find of mm-hmm. of him pitching. It was a great outing. He'll go again next week, and then now let's move down to Down East, who is two and one. Uh, down East again. Down, yeah, Down East have started out uh, decently, but the, both that, that both those leagues have had some rainouts already this year. But Down East, another team that's stacked with good talent. Uh, Cam Colley's one of the guys there who started really hot. Um, you know, been been a pretty good been a pretty good uh, start for them as well. Okay, yeah, Cam Colley and uh, Jason Morabell, those yep. are guys that you want to keep eyes on, especially Morabell. He kind of yeah. has that maybe five tool, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Morabell is a guy that could be a stacked major league player one day if he develops correctly well he's he's only hitting 125 but his obp is 462 yeah exactly he's got eight at bats eight at bats four walks so 12 plate appearances yeah four walks that's pretty darn good so it's pretty showing patience at that level yeah. is is impressive well that's what impressed everybody with aaron zavala at at hickory last year was the fact that he he had like a really low batting average, but like a 700 on base percentage because yeah, he walked crazy. like 60% of the time that he faced back. So those those patient guys usually do well. Zavala should be back soon too in Frisco. But mm-hmm. yeah, down east again, they they were the only team to finish under 500 last year. And that was because Barely. that was because the last yeah. game got rained down. They didn't replay it. Mm-hmm. And so they finished one game under. But I think once again this year, you're going to see some stacked uh, minor league teams. I think down East and Hickory, if you guys don't pay attention to them, we're going to try to cover them. And then also I know Jeff Wilson covers all that on his site too, the Rangers Today website. Um, and we'll be covering it as well. There's so much good stuff going on in the minors and the majors, but we'll do majors on our next podcast. But today we wanted to drop drop some minor knowledge on y'all. It's It's been good, good starts for all the teams. And we'll try to keep you guys updated on Twitter and Facebook on what's going on in the majors and the minors. Yeah, me and again, me and Ben have split it up kind of a little bit. Both of us are are eyeballing two teams apiece. So 
we'll be trying to do the best we can to get the most we can for you guys. Yeah, so today was our first minor league guest. Thanks again to Matt Watley for joining us from the Round Rock Express. Catcher, part of that Frisco team last year, but like uh, like Blaine Krim, he got called up before they won the championship, so he wasn't part of the playoffs, but he still was a huge part of that team last year and so, just such a great guy. Thank him so much for coming on yeah, with us today. Fun. Yep. It was a lot of fun. CJ, thank you. I'll let you get back to your day job. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you too. <laughs> yeah, I know. We both stupid work getting in the way. Golly. No, I'm just kidding. Kidding, it pays my bills. I like jobs. I love this new job. It's great. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, that is the Ranger Report podcast, Minor League Edition for the week of April the 11th or 10th or whatever week this is. So thank you guys. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for joining (laughs) us. And we will talk to you on the next one. Uh, Until next time. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.